Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, welcome to episode 54 of the Fumble Recovery Fantasy Football Podcast. We're doing our first mock draft, so we've got a Superflex Titan Premium mock draft. I'm sure many of you are in the midst of your uh, drafts, your rookie drafts, um, whether you're doing Superflex, 1QB, IDP, whatever it is. Uh, so this one is going to be Superflex Titan Premium. Very exciting time of the year. We've got our first draft actually starting this Saturday. So um, apt timing, uh, might get to see a bit of strategy from what Paul, Mo and Chiggs are going to do. So anyway, with me to break it all down, first of all, we have uh, Chiggs. Hey, hey. We have Mo. Giddy up. And Paul. Good evening all. Evening. So we have done a little uh, random generator, and this is going to be a um, linear draft, as rookie drafts are. So the order was Chiggs pick one. I've got pick two, Paul three, and Mo four. And then, of course, Chiggs will then have pick five and pick nine. I'll have a six, ten, etc., uh, etc. Et so, uh, Superflex, Titan, Premium, Chiggs, is is this really a difficult decision? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think pretty much everyone's draft is going to be the 101, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor um, Lawrence, yep. Um, I don't think it needs much explanation, to be honest. No, you know, just the, one of the best college and high school records of all time, possibly generational talent. Uh, so no surprises there. I think number two, a lot of people have, I've seen all sorts at number two. I've seen running back, I've seen quarterback, I've seen receiver, I've seen tight end. For me, I am still going to go with Trey Lance here. Uh, I think at some point he takes over from Jimmy Garoppolo this season, and then he's got Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Debo Samuel to throw to, plus the running back. So I think he's going to be set up well, plus a really good O-line. So for me, the 102 is Trey Lance. Paul, you're on the clock at 103, which is quite fitting as you have the 103 in our draft this weekend. So how are you going here? I feel like I'm giving away my pick for the uh, draft time, but I'm going to go Pitts. Yeah, tight and premium, they're hard to get. Um, Good pick, Matt. Hard not to take him here. I, th- I think that's the pick. Uh, whether you're rich at tight end, whether you need tight end, I do genuinely believe Pitts is the 103. Uh, Mo, you seem a little bit surprised there, just your face. Are you disagreeing with the pick? Um, no, actually, I actually love the pick. Um, uh, especially with, with, I guess, with his team, since he's already got a good number of quarterbacks. I think yeah. that's a great pick for him. I was upset because I was hoping he'll take fields, which would make me, which will let me take pits, ideally. Right. But um, uh, yeah, well, I guess with the four now, since he took pits, uh, I think I have to go Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Okay. Um, so you you like Justin Fields over Zach Wilson, Matt Jones, Jamar Chase, these sort of players then? Uh, honestly, I you know just because it's a super flex league, I have to go QB, and I do like him over Wilson um, and Jones. Um, yeah. the, but one thing I, I I'm honestly in love with Pitts, Chase, and and uh, Harris. So, um, but just because I guess in my in my team I'm weak at QB is why I would go with him. If I had QBs and I was a win now mode, I would have gone with Harris. If I was uh, rebuilding and I had QBs, I would have gone Chase. So I think there's a lot of versatility you have around those four, five, six uh, picks uh, based on your team needs. Yep. No problem with that. Uh, Chiggs, you're on the clock at 105. So give us the pick and tell us what kind of team you're picking 
picking them with. To be honest, it's quite an easy one there for me now. Because um, Paul took Pitts at three, I'm going to take Zach Wilson at five. Superflex, um, you know, quarterback is king. Yeah. Um, second overall pick. So, you know, Adam Gase there. So, you know, had a really good season. I really like his upside. Um, and they're just the most valuable, hardest commodity to acquire, right? So I think that's the beauty of this draft. You know, you've got four top QBs that, you know, should go in those first top four to seven picks. Um, and you've got Matt Jones as well. But, um, you know, the guys like Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, Carl Pitts could could be picking up one of these guys at 107 mm. in a super flex league, right? So, um, yeah, Zach Wills. I think regardless of your team needs, you know, if you're stocked at quarterback, maybe you trade back from that position um, and, you know, acquire maybe picks back end of the first and get some more ammo. But, yeah, it's an easy one there. Yeah, I'm high on Wilson. He's my number four overall player in um, Superflex tight end premium. Uh, so for me, it's I think in most cases, the pick number six is going to be between two players. It's going to be between Najee Harris and Jamar Chase. I'm going Harris. I know Pittsburgh have lost a couple of key players on their O-line, so it's not going to be that elite O-line they've once had, but I think the opportunity is there. You know, he's not got he's got Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland to beat out. Three three down back come from the Alabama system where they're just well-trained, well-coached. So, yeah, for me, it's uh, Najee Harris at six. Can't well, quite on that because I, I want to take Jamar Chase here, um, which means I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would have taken Harris if not, but um, I'll take Chase here. He's, you know, he's reunited with Burroughs. He's yeah. super quick off the line. Um, I think that's going to really help him. Oh, Jamar Chase, yeah, could be one of the best receivers we've seen um, coming out of college for a long time. To me, it feels like that's a bit of a tearbreaker. Mo, do you agree as you've got next pick, or do you still have somebody in the same echelon as those? No, I totally agree. I think that's that's the tearbreaker. I think, uh, yeah, the number seven is the tearbreaker in my book. Yeah. Um, and now, honestly, uh, I, I went QB already. Uh, I mean, you would probably go Mac Jones here or Waddle, in my opinion. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through Waddle, just the reunion of the uh, uh, the Alabama. Crimson Tide players there with QB and wide receiver combo there. So that's an interesting one because um, a lot of people would be going Devonta Smith there, right? I probably have as a second receiver of the one. I mean, I have seen, you know, it change a lot of places, but by and large, you know, Devonta Smith's probably the wide receiver, even in place of wide receiver one in the class, people have said, but um, why, why Waddle over Smith? I think, I honestly always thought Waddle was better than Smith. Um, Smith had the he had just tons of opportunity this year with um, injury to Waddle and him being the number one uh, target there for Mac Jones. Uh, plus, I think I, I'm also basing off a of QB. I think Tua is, is a better QB than Hertz. And I think that QB, that QB um, situation in, in, um, with the Eagles, they're still kind of uncertain. Well, I think Miami, you know they have the draft picks where if they can always upgrade, they might end up possibly with Watson. Uh, but I think, I think the QB situation is more, a little bit more stable and, and the team all around is better in Miami. And they only have Parker, who's an aging wide receiver. Uh, I, 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 I can see Waddle just easily moving up the ranks there. So uh, that was going to be my question, because you forgot a key free agent signing. They've got Will Fuller as well now. 
if Will Fuller can stay healthy, you got me there for a little bit. But it's only a one-year contract. Again, when you're looking at dynasty and looking at wide receivers, you know you don't necessarily expect them to contribute the very year number one. And yeah. I'm kind of looking long term. And it, it, with that, I think Waddle, I think Waddle will have a better career over Smith in the current in the current uh, situation, the teams that they're in. Because yeah, Will, Will Fuller, I see him as a one year, just 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 alone at the moment. Okay. So Chiggs, you're at the 109. What's the pick? So this this is actually a difficult pick for me here because. It's a toss-up between three players, probably, for me. Matt Jones, Devonta Smith, and Javonta Williams. And I think it just comes down to positional need, really. Um, I'm going to take Matt Jones. It's very rare that you can get a, a quarterback. You know, they went in the first round of the NFL draft at the back end of the first. Um, you know... He probably hasn't got the same upside as the other four guys with his rushing ability, but you know he's a he's a very accurate pocket passer. I think he's going to do well under Belichick. At the one hundred and nine, I'm likely a contender as well, so I'm happy to take you know a, a quarterback there and keep him on my bench, and hopefully he turns into you know he, he takes over the job from Cam at some point in the season, and then his value should go up. Yeah, and he was. Just ahead in my rankings. Now, I think with this next pick, so pick 10 we're at, most people are going to have this situation at pick 10. I think I'm going to have the same situation in our draft this weekend. I think it's going to be between Devonta Smith, uh, Javonte Williams and Travis Etienne. With my rankings, I'm going Devonte Smith um, at the pick, at pick 10. And the reason for that is I just think he's got less competition to beat out uh, with Etienne, he's still got Robinson, who was very productive. With uh, Williams, he's still got um, Melvin Gordon around. Devontae Smith, I know as a receiver, not many rookie receivers hit, but look at what else they've got. It's J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Travis Fulgham. I don't know if Alshon Jeffrey's still around, but, you know, and then there's a good possibility Zach Ertz may be released because he's a big saving on the cap. So tight ends, it might just be Dallas Goddard. And I think he's got a good... And that's why I have him ahead of Waddle in my rankings. I think he's got a better route to opportunity uh, right away. Um, but I do see your argument with Miami as well. They just seem to be a better run sort of team as well. So, yeah, Devonta Smith is my pick at the 110. The funny thing is I actually thought that way last year, and that's why I drafted Ruggs and Rhaegar, uh, just pure opportunity-wise. And then I kind of learned my lesson where, I mean, I, I think they still have tons of potential and I think Rhaegar will do well this year. Uh, again, lack of opportunity. I mean, just just lack of competition there. But I, I was I was originally always basing my picks on that. And then you see people like who drafted afterwards, like Jefferson Higgins, and and I saw that the quarterback quarterback play, play played a huge made a huge difference on some of these wide receivers you drafted. And that's kind of that, that kind of made me rethink my strategy this year as well. I'm kind of almost looking at the QB more than I'm looking at the wide receiver talent itself to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It's good points. So, Mo, you're... Uh, no, Paul, sorry. It's Paul, me. Yep. 11. Who's the pick at 11, Paul? Uh, Etienne. Ooh. You know, first-round draft capital. I know he's got competition there. He hasn't been drafted, right? We didn't... You didn't no, just, he's, no, he was, he was available. Yeah. So I, I didn't keep a list of who's gone, so I'm going to start duping up on stuff, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, he's... Uh, I still think he's going to be... I, I think he'll end up winning it out a little bit. It might be... 
end of season, but I still think he'd be playing straight away. He'd be should be a third down back. Um, you know, if nothing else, hopefully get some touchdown points. Well, not if nothing else, but you know, extra points from touchdowns, some from goal line stuff. Yep, completely makes sense. And then Mo, is it who I think it is at pick twelve? Yes, it is. If it was, it's going to be Etienne or Williams. I'm going with Williams, and I, I'm loving it because I, I had him ranked as the second best running back in this, uh, in this class actually, and actually way landed up. I, I can see aging Melvin Gordon not being there next season. So uh, I think this year will be a committee back, uh, backfield there. But um, that Williams, he's 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 a stud. North Carolina home, uh, it's a home pick right there. Yeah, and I think. With the with the top twelve that have gone, I'd be very very surprised if actual superflex drafts, even without Titan Premium, because Pitts should go in the top six regardless of if it's Titan Premium or not. I think with superflex leagues, that twelve is going to be the twelve. The ordering may change. I just can't see anybody really breaking it, mm-hmm. or I can't see many people. Um, so Chigs, back onto you. Then pick thirteen. Who's your who's your pick? So. This is, again, probably maybe a bit of a tear break, I think. As you say, I think that that top 12 is generally, you know, you might get one of these next three or four receivers break into that, depending on if people like them. I'm actually going to take uh, Elijah Moore at the start of the, the second there. Um, love love the player, love the landing spot. Um, you know, should be should be the main slot guy there for, for the Jets with Zach Wilson. Um you know, Ole Miss guy, so AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, you know, the guy's, the guy's brilliant. Um, so, you know, I mean, happily taken there, but, you know, I think any one of these next three, four receivers, I'm, I'm quite easy with, I quite like them all. Yeah, and when I was putting my top 36 together the other day, it was between him and the guy who I'm going to take, which is Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rondell, Rondell Moore is a bit of a physical specimen. I think, you know, the threat from Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, Larry Fitzgerald retired. I think with that pass-heavy offense, he is going to get a lot of opportunity. And if anything happens to Nuke, then he's going to be the alpha. I don't think it's going to be um, one of the other guys like an Isabella or Kirk or someone like that. So, yeah, for me, Rondell Moore, just behind Elijah, I have Elijah head as well, largely because I think they're going to release Jameson Crowder. He's such a big saving on the cap. So, um, yeah, Rondell Moore is the pick. Paul, on to you at pick 15. You've totally thrown me then, because I was going to take him. Is um, Waddle gone? Yeah. Yes. Now you've really thrown me then. Uh, and you took Marshall, didn't you? No, Mar- no Marshall's available. Mm, come on, six. I really wanted Roger Moore, just because I like to think that's who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Marshall. So Marshall, um, I'm, I'm going to actually. I, I don't love where he is, but um, it, it, I, I still think he could end up hitting a, a, a decent, d- decent slot position, or decent role in the slot. Yeah, absolutely, and I think um, it's easy to forget that Curtis Samuel, who's now left to join the football team, actually was productive in fantasy terms last season. Um, and they only had Teddy Bridgewater as QB, so it wasn't even, you know, Donald, who's arguably a better um, better QB than Teddy B. So um, I, I like that pick. I mean, he was a little bit further down in my rankings, but um, I think, I certainly think that uh, Marshall could be productive 
maybe yeah, a lot of upside, upside, solid upside. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Mo, on to you. Who's your 16th pick? Um, oh, I really like the Moors. Uh, well, I think those two uh, would be the next couple of wide receivers off after the first 12. But um, I think the next best, next best receiver, in my opinion, would be Bateman. Um, I, 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 though I, I, you know, I think again, one of those situations where a lot of opportunity, I'm hoping Lamar Jackson's got better. Um, uh, you know, he's, he's improved his throwing ability and he's getting better at the whole passing game. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I kind of rank them equally up there with more, uh, with Elijah and Terrence Moore. Uh, again, just, uh, it's, it's going to be dependent on the Q back play, uh, quarterback play. Cause I think he, he can actually beat out, um, uh, the current number one, Hollywood Brown. Hollywood, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the potential's there. I think it makes, personally, my feeling is actually getting a, a good alpha receiver um, in uh, Bateman, who's one of my favorite receivers in the class, will help all of those fantasy assets. I think it helps Mark Andrews, who quite often was double teamed because he was the only, yeah. um, only threat in the sort of middle of the park. With Bateman, you can't just double-team Marshall. So I think it helps... Uh, sorry, Andrews. I think it helps Mark Andrews. I think it helps Hollywood because he'll now find more space. And I think uh, Bateman will get his. Now, I know they're a run-first team and Lamar will run a lot, but, um, you know, they are going to force him to throw a bit. And I think uh, Bateman will help that. Um, so I think the issue for me is, obviously, they, I think they rank towards the bottom of the league in terms of passes um, passes thrown and, and yeah. plays run, right? I think they're quite a, they play quite a slow pace. Um, and that's why, you know, guys like, like Rondell Moore I really love because I think we talked about it last week, but the, the passing volume um, in the Arizona offense um, just means he should get more opportunity. But as you say, B- Bateman, probably one of my favorite receivers as well in terms of talent, um, just gets dinged probably a little bit with the landing spot, but should should still be a pretty solid production, right? Amazing. I agree. Good having you again at the start of the second, yeah. Yep, like it. So, Chiggs, on to you. What um, are we now? Pick 17? Pick 17. I'm going to go with my third Jets player. Draft <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Michael Carter. Oh, dear. Uh, now, now that Adam Gates is gone, the party's on. <laughs> yeah. Ding dong, the Gates is gone. <laughs> Uh, okay, explain the pick. Why do you like Michael Carter? Um, I think, you know, they, they haven't really got much at running back, so I can see an opportunity there. He was really productive at um, North Carolina with Javonta Williams, you know, good pass-catching running back. Um, yeah, so opportunity, talent, you know, to get a running back that you I think is going to, you know, get a decent workload at the sort of middle of the second round, I think is good value. Yeah, I like it. I do like it. Um, so my next pick was actually drafted fairly late, I think in the fourth round of the actual NFL draft. But I just like the opportunity on what I think is going to be a bad team defensively. So Jared Goff's going to throw the ball a lot. So I'm going Amon Ra St. Brown ah. at a pick 17. Uh, I like the talent, but I think the opportunity is um, is very good. And it wouldn't surprise me if he's like a top six um, rookie for fantasy terms this year, um, in spite of some of the much bigger names who are being taken ahead. Um, I mean, I personally won't take him if he falls to me in my draft this weekend because I'm already 
far, far too heavily invested in the Lions. I've got Swift. I've got every single backup that the Lions have, I think. I've also got TJ Hawkinson. So I don't want to go too heavy on the Lions. But um, I have to ignore that team. And yeah, I'm on Ra St. Brown is the pick at 18. Uh, Paul, pick 19. I'm not going to, but I really want to take Gainwell. How can you not have a running back called Gainwell and want to have him on your team? <laughs> you know, it's just... It just says, then again, that didn't work too well with Chase last year. But um, I'm actually going to go for, uh, I forgot his first name, uh, uh, Trey Sermon, or however you say it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, he was next in my rankings. I think he'll go in a lot of drafts. And for me, it feels like a bit of a tearbreaker here. Again, I think uh, mm. pick 18 feels like the, uh, the end of another tier. Mm. Just before you then get into that next batch of players, so I like I like the pick. Pick nineteen. So it's, it's certainly the end of the point where I actually know the players because when I look down the list after that, I see Aaron Rodgers, Marvin Jones. It starts throwing me a little bit. Justin Jefferson, and I'm not sure they're the players I'm looking at. I think they just might have the same name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it goes to show because it's. <laughs> I can see me definitely accidentally Harvey taking Aaron Rogers Rodgers at Green Bay and not being the chap I expect. <laughs> Well, that's why you traded away all your picks outside your first, right? That's why I always trade away all my picks, because at that <laughs> point, I'll always get the wrong one. And if I do get them and they're any good, I'll trade them away to Shiggs probably before I realise it. <laughs> so, uh, Mo, we said that could be a tearbreaker. Who's it's, your pick 20? Oh, it's definitely a tearbreaker right there. Um, yeah, I was actually I was actually looking at Sermon right there. Um, I may actually go with... Uh, I think Kadaris Tony. I mean, he's, it's a first-round wide receiver drafted, drafted in the first round, I believe, right? Yep. And um, there is a lot of competition there. You got Galladay, Ingram, um, you know, Shepard, Sterling. But um, that, I think this is more of, uh, uh, I mean, it's more of just, just the remaining wide receivers that's drafted in the first round. And, um, uh, you know, you do have upside in the long run. I, I don't expect them to do anything year one. Uh, so it'd be someone that'd be holding on for if if I'm a team that's not win now mode, that's who I'd be targeting. And the funny thing is, this is feels like every year around pick twenty, you get that receiver who doesn't tend to hit in year one, but you have to hold. So for me, I'm thinking Brian Edwards last year. You know, didn't really do anything, but you feel like you have to hold because you're hoping for that. Um, you know, improvement in year two. So I can see that with Tony. Uh, I like the pick. So that's the top 20 done. Uh, background to you, Chiggs, at 21. Um, so I'm going to take Pat Frymuth, uh tight end. Yep. Uh, 21, uh, tight end premium. Um, I, like, I like the guys having, you know, Penn State's been uh, notorious for putting out good tight ends. Um, reminds me a bit of Hunter Henry. You know, he's, he's a solid blocker. He should be on the field, um, you know, for all downs. Um, you know, is he going to have the same sort of upside and catching ability as Carl Pitts? I don't think so, but I can see him being a pretty solid contributor um, at tight end. I wouldn't expect too much year one because I think they've signed Jared Cook, haven't they, yeah. for for this year. So, you know, an aged, aging veteran as a plug-in guy. But I think Frymuth, I like the pick and I think he's a hold. Um, you're probably looking at year two, really. Yeah, with I mean, someone like him. Titans say, you know, normally it's a sort of three-year, two to three-year kind of learning curve. Um, yeah. Yep. 
It's a few players I like at this pick, but I'm going to stick with my guns and go Chuba Hubbard. Um, I know he's, I know he's um, going to be backup in many cases, and he fell to the fourth. But I really like his college career. I like what he did a couple of years ago before the injury. And we already know if if anything happens to Christian McCaffrey, then the opportunity is massive. So for me, yeah, that's uh, Chuba Hubbard at pick twenty-two. Yep. Set me up. Yep, Paul. I'm, I'd go Mari Rogers here. Oh, and I like that. Go to the side, a Green Bay, Green Bay wide receiver, Corday Rogers. I'm pretty sure I can get some trade value out of him that's not necessarily there to an unsuspecting Luke or something. Um, but also, you know, second, he, he's your co-manager. Yeah, I know. That's why I reckon I can trade into him without him even realizing. <laughs> but you know, he's, if if Aaron Rodgers was there, I'd be a lot more comfortable. Um, but he's 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 a talented player i think he's got a lot of upside and he he depends how that team unfolds a little yeah if aaron Rodgers is there i like like the value um it's been a while since they've had a good slot receiver but you just got to think back to randall cobb when they had well that's exactly my thoughts actually that you know i hate hate tight ends in green bay i know it might be a different team now but um they they do lose a slot quite a lot yeah, I mean, we saw Tunyon was pretty good last year. I think he was tight end three on the year. Tight end yeah, three. I know, but as as a general as a general sort of uh, player, I'd rather be taking a um a, a slot there. Yeah, like it. So Mo, rounding off round two, who's your pick? Uh, I'm debating b- between a wide receiver and a QB, um, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards a QB just because it's a super flex, and. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, go with Davis Mills or Stanford there. Nice. Um, uh, Houston has no QB. There might be a small chance that he may come out to be. Well, I mean they do have Watson, but um, I'm I'm thinking they're gonna trade him. And um, you know, small chance. I mean, it's kind of a hail mary here, but uh, he could he could develop into a starting QB maybe mid- midway through the season. So we'll Who's see. Who's the starting QB at the moment? Because they've got somebody, right? Uh, yes, they have. Um, they signed someone. Um, uh, let's see, I believe it's oh Tyrod Taylor, right? Taylor, Taylor, correct? Yes, yeah, Tyrod from Taylor. Uh, Chargers. Yeah, and 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 unfortunately, Tyrod Taylor just has the worst look in history when it comes to QB playing QB. I mean, you yeah. think he's gonna get the starting job, and then something happens. Gets punctured in the lung. Gets get get Chicago. I mean, back up in Cleveland, he got injured. And then you had Mayfield come in. Uh, same thing happened in Chargers. So I'm um, let's let's see let's see if that trend continues. And Mills I I, starting. I don't know if that's luck. I think there's a you know I know you can be unlucky, but I think when it repeatedly happens, there's a skill in making sure those things don't happen. <laughs> you know, as in you protecting yourself. Actually, yeah. part part of it I do think is a it, there is a, a sort of a talent to not getting um, not getting injured. You know, knowing how to not not take unnecessary risks. I guess. No, that's definitely true. So, uh, Chiggs, you're on the clock, start of round three. Who's your pick here? Um, I'm going to stick on the QB theme and go with Kellen Mond. I like that pick. You know, I've, I've preached it before, but um, QB's a king, super flex leagues. Uh, reminds me a lot of the Jalen Hurts situation last year, sort of saying, take him at the end of the second. Um you know, the upside, if Mond ends up taking over the job from uh, Kirk Cousins, 
you know, I think I think we talked about it in the last episode as well, but Cousins is getting on a bit. He hasn't really shown that, you know, he's gonna take them to that next level. So the opportunity potentially is there, you know. Um, and then you know, if, if if he hits, his value goes through the roof. You know, you you're gonna flip him for for a first. Yeah, no, I, I had him a little bit further down, but I do I do like the pick. So the player I've got here actually is Diami Brown, uh, receiver at Washington. Um, again, I know they've added Curtis Samuel, but he's got size, and with um, with McLaurin and with um, uh, what's the uh, tight end? Oh, Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. I was thinking Joe Thomas. Yeah. So with. With Thomas, I think um, you know they're the ones who are going to get marked by your safeties and corners. So I, I can see Diami Brown having touchdown upside um, immediately, and um, you know Curtis Samuel's a classic slot guy, but he's not going to get you many touchdowns um, as history would show. So yeah, the pick for me is uh, Diami Brown. There, Paul, over to you. Going quarterback again. Going Carl Trask. I can see him winning out. I can see him winning out the starting job in Tampa Bay <laughs> by week one. No, uh, you know he's he, he's a, he's a good uh, strong arm quarterback. Um, he's obviously not going to perform this year unless uh, Brady goes down, which he doesn't tend to. Um, but you would have thought being able to sit there for a year or two, or probably in Brady's case, ten, sitting behind him and learning from him is going to be a very powerful thing to uh, to to see. What's, what's the over-under? Does, uh, does Brady retire before the end of Carl Trask's uh, rookie contract or after? I don't think Brady ever retires. I think Brady, <laughs> retires, I think Brady retires after all of us. <laughs> I, I hope that holds true at this point. And imagine <laughs> me playing at 75 years old. It's crazy. Right. Like the pick, Mo, who's your, who's your next pick? Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I like the upside... Uh, for wide receiver uh, Eskridge uh, with Seattle, um, I think um, he's gonna he's gonna start off as a wide receiver number three, but um, I could see him slowly moving up the depth chart there uh, with you know lock and aging here. Um, he, he's he's on an expensive contract, so that could easily get um, he could easily get uh, released here after two years. Uh, so, uh, but I, I I mean I, I just think he's a dynamic uh, you know wide receiver in college as well. So going with Eskridge and he kind of replaces David Moore who um yep. in I mean I like Eskridge for best ball because he's the kind of player who could easily go off and get two touchdowns in 150 yards in like a week because Metcalf's up against you know somebody elite and um Lockett's being man marked as well and Eskridge just happens to be so yeah I like that pick I think I think there's definitely opportunity there um, so Chiggs, on to you. What are we now? Pick pick twenty nine. Twenty nine. Uh, I'm going to go with Nico Collins, wide receiver. Damn you for the Houston Texans. Oh, um, I really really like the player. Obviously, the landing spots terrible. Um, landed a bit of a dumpster fire, but you know he's the classic guy. Um, you're getting in a bit of a rebuild. You're hoping that you know as they sort of make that upturn, he's going to be the guy there. Um, hasn't really got much competition in front of him other than um, Brandon Cooks, probably. Yeah. I don't know if Randall Cobb's still there, but yeah. again, Brandon Cooks is the guy there, isn't it? Really? Yeah. So, you know, I, th- I think he'll get playing time early. Um, and, 
yeah, you know, he's, he's not someone I don't think you're going to be wanting to start, but you're banking on the talent to come through over the sort of medium term. Yep, like it. Um, so the pick for me is going to be, you just sniped me there, so I'm going to go Kenneth Gainwell, uh, running back of the Eagles. I don't think Boston Scott has really shown much when he was relied upon. He's like a nice change of pace guy to have five to six touches. Uh, so I can see Gainwell getting opportunity. And again, Sanders, you know, if anything was to happen, I know they've just added carry on Johnson. So that throws a bit of spanner in the works since I did my rankings. But uh, I think with um, new coaching regime, you know, somebody that the new coaches have drafted. So uh, I just think where you are in the third, there's potential opportunity there for Gainwell. So that's the, um, that's the pick. Paul. Uh, T. Terrier, however you say his first name, the Seattle guy. Oh, Timorian. How do you say his first name? Timorian. Sounds like a dessert, but yeah, him. Um, yeah, him. He's, he's fast and they haven't got tremendous depth in wide receiver outside of their two really good players. Okay. So Tamorian Terry, and then Mo, that takes us to you. Uh, well, I'm going Chargers here. Uh, my question is whether to go running back or wide receiver. Um, I think, uh, uh, I know Mike Williams is hitting free agency after this year, I believe. Um, so I, I can see Josh Palmer being the number two wide receiver after this year. I can also see Roundtree moving up the depth charts pretty quickly because they're not sold on Kelly and after um, Eckler, they really don't have uh, much there, you know, between Kelly and Jackson. Um, just because I went wide receiver last time, I'm going to go running back this time. I'm going to go with Larry Roundtree. Okay. Like it. And, you know, as you say, Chargers do give their rookies opportunities, as we saw last season. It's then for them to take it and make something of it. Um, <clears throat> for a while, Joshua Kelly was like, the bell of the ball, right? I think he had one or two good games. People were throwing all their fab to try and get him. And, uh, it, you know, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. So, yep, like it. Uh, last four picks then, Chiggs. Who's your pick at 33? Uh, I'm going to go with Javian Hawkins from the Falcons. Okay. Um, running back, this is a pure gamble with um, just the upside, you know, if he ends up being the... Uh, starting running back for the Falcons. Obviously, I know they signed Mike Davis, but there's not a lot else there. So if he hits, you know, you've got a running back in a great offense. I like like it. There's a few players here who intrigue me. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson, but I think he's got a lot of competition. Breville Jordan, just because, again, he hasn't got much competition. Um, the pick I'm going to actually go for here is Cornell Powell, the Chiefs wide receiver. Uh, again, I don't think Mikhail Hardman's really done anything to show that he's going to be targeted much. Sammy Watkins is now out the door. Uh, I think he's at the Ravens, right? Watkins? Uh, yes, he is. He's yeah. at the Ravens. So then it's, you know, this guy could quite easily beat out Demarcus Robinson and um, Mikhail Hardman. So it is a dart throw, but picks at the third, fourth, fifth round generally are dart throws. So I'm kind of going to go against my rankings here and actually take uh, yeah, Cornell Powell. And not, not to disappoint, but you guys clearly have never been horse racing. It's all about picking names that are good names. I'm taking Tommy, <laughs> I'm taking Tommy Tremble. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. 
you've got to throw him out there. But you know, he's, he, well, you should like he's Carolina, right? Yep. And you, who else has Carolina got? Tight end. Um, he's he's more of a blocking tight end, but we have um, we got Dan Arnold. Um, we picked him up, but um, and Ian Thomas. He hasn't developed he's much, yeah. so yeah. Tremble could. You know, if he develops, he could be probably not this year. But pass. again, it's a bit of a fly for maybe the year after. No, I like I like that pick actually. It was one of my sleeper picks. I'll trade you for your first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, done. <laughs> I don't have a first, sir. Next year, next year. <laughs> right, Mo, round us off then. Pick thirty-six. Who's, well, your, who's your pick? Somehow, Roundtree fell to me, so I got to go with Roundtree. You uh, already taken him. You already taken him a pick. Oh, 38. sorry, uh, a Palmer then. He was so good, you took him twice. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I got two young, young players in, char- in the Chargers offense. I have a solid QB, solid line. Um, uh, yep, I'm going, I'm going with Palmer here. I think he could be wide receiver number two um, after this season. Yep, sounds good. Okay, and then... Um, any, other, any other sort of just people that we obviously haven't picked that, that maybe... Um, could maybe make in that top 36, Ramondre Stevenson, Brevin Jordan, I think, was he mentioned. Yeah, Brevin Jordan. Jordan, yeah. No one picked I haven't him. heard anyone since Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite like Des Patrick at the Titans. You know, Corey Davis and Johnny Smith have left. So oh, that's a, a, lot of, a lot of vacated targets in Tennessee. I mean, AJ Brown and Derek Henry are going to be the DNA of that offense. But... There's a lot of, as I said, vacated targets there. So somebody like a Fitzpatrick could quite easily end up um, getting targets. I quite like him as a sleeper. I don't think I'd want to draft him any earlier than like back end of the third, um, personally. But because uh, they've still got, have they still got Adam Humphreys there, right? If I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, Anthony Ferks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, let's see. Any other sleepers, chicks that you like? Um, Two to Atwell, maybe. Um, obviously, you think the Rams took him in the third, second or third round? Second, I think. Might yeah. be second, yes. Yeah. So you've got the draft capital. Obviously, Sean McVay offense with a, hopefully an upgrade at QB. Yeah. So it could, could be interesting. Bit of a flyer there. A little bit undersized, but yeah. Cool. Did uh, anyone draft Elijah Mitchell? No. No? I mean, he's another one. Again, if Sermon doesn't pan out, I mean, again, it's one of those... San Francisco, they have enough running backs, but you never know who might end up being a lead back there. Yeah, I mean, um, I think he was an un, undrafted free agent. And um, you look at what San Fran have done with their undrafted free agents. I think um, Raheem Mostert was undrafted. Jeff Wilson was undrafted. So Carl Shanahan does give everyone a fair crack. Um, even last year, they had uh, the guy who's now at Miami, Salvon Ahmed. They had... Yep. Um, and then there's another guy I can't remember. So, yeah, you know, the 49ers, if nothing else, you're going to get a chance. You then got to actually do something with it. So I like it. So one surprise that I didn't see any, I didn't hear anyone draft was uh, Steven. No one drafted Stevenson, did they? In New no, England. had him as a sleeper. Yeah. I mean, if Sony Michelle gets released, as there is some rumor, then Stevenson jumps up in the rankings for me. I think he moves up towards top of the third. I still don't think he cracks the second round, but yeah. you know, they've got they've got Damian Hanks, uh, they've got James White as well. So hearing. <laughs> 
Cool. That's our mock draft in the bag. Good luck, chaps, with the uh, draft this weekend. Um, and we'll be back next week uh, with a lot more rookie breakdown. So for now, that's me signing out. Mo? Giddy up. Jigs? See ya, folks. And Paul? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs>